0: Welcome back to Film and Other Drugs. You're here with me, Nora, and Selma. Hi, Selma.
1: Hey, Nora. How are you?
0: Not bad. Um, recording at a different time, but looking forward to seeing how it goes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so I forgot that this season um, of Breaking Bad is seven episodes. I honestly kept thinking it's a long season, but it's not. It's just seven nope.
1: episodes. <laughs> yeah. From what I've read they weren't sure if they were going to get picked up for another season so I guess I'm not sure if that meant that they went ahead and just shortened it or if they were hoping that if they ended on a good note that they would get picked up but they did uh, it it is a lot shorter than the rest of the seasons for sure.
0: Yeah and um, I mean four TV shows at the time I assume that maybe that was normal, like the first season would be a bit shorter, and then they could expand, or I don't know.
1: yeah, uh, I think so. I think they didn't want to like cut off all their i guess storylines and characters that they developed this season too fast, just in case you know they could yeah. expand on them later.
0: yeah, um and what and the other thing i'm I'm just looking at the wiki of it it's it's interesting that the other episodes. Sorry, the other seasons are about 13 episodes. It's not it's not like Grey's Anatomy or yeah. Supernatural, I assume, where there's like a hundred episodes per season. Or like twenty
1: I know. Like when I watched Lucifer, like the first yeah. few seasons, I think they're on Fox, I can't remember, but there's like twenty-five episodes in the first oh few my seasons. God. Yeah, and then when Netflix picked it up, I think it's only like eight or nine episodes, and it was really Netflix disappointing.
0: Knows. <laughs> Netflix tries I to keep was... it short and sweet, I guess.
1: They really do.
0: <laughs> yeah. Did you hear about you being renewed for season five? I don't know if we talked oh,
1: about Oh, so there is gonna be one more season. I wonder if that's yeah. gonna be the last. Exciting. It, yeah, they said it's the last one. Looking forward. Nice.
0: <laughs> we'll see what happens with Joe then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um so in this podcast episode, yeah, where we're gonna be reviewing the last four episodes of season one because we did the first three last week. So season one episode four is called Cancer Man. I don't know if that's that means he is the Cancer Man or in in a funny kind of way of saying Cancer Man, but <laughs> kind of I'm not sure the <laughs> <laughs> I
1: wonder I wonder if it's like a way of uh like a throwback to that character that was in x-files but what was his name was it cigarette man
2: you
0: know i, I still need to watch the x-files like <laughs> the <whole thing>.
1: yeah <laughs> yeah i can't remember it's been a while since i've seen it i used to be a huge fan of x-files but they had a character a recurring character on there and i think his name was cigarette man he just always smoked cigarettes when he would appear um so i don't know it just it makes me think of him to hear this ep- the name for this episode that's funny, yeah.
0: I love all the throwbacks that you we you know we mostly you be are able to mention. Like, these A cool lot of
1: TV in my life.
0: <laughs> I love it. Um, but yeah. So the first scene, Hal is talking to his crew, and it's hilarious because he's like, I don't know, he's like not complimenting the new people who are creating this glass like crystal, uh-huh. but um, it's it's just interesting because. The whole time we know it's it's Walt and um
1: Oh yeah, like he kind of builds him up into this like mythical type person, like, oh we got a new guy, a new kingpin in town. <laughs> he has no idea that it's oh, his little mild mannered say- brother in law.
0: oh <laughs> um, yeah, exactly. I said that's the word, kingpin. I was like, Oh gosh. Yeah. He's not a kingpin, <laughs> maybe one day, but not yet.
1: <laughs> All right. And we also discover that there was an informant and that informant was was Emilio. He was narking on his own cousin and, and on Jesse because Jesse was the one I think they had the name for, for Cap'n, right? So turns out Emilio was not someone to trust.
0: Yeah, that's interesting. It's always weird when it's like, how can you be so close to the
1: family and be a snitch? Like, that's yeah. terrifying. That takes I mean, guts yeah and it's so funny that you mentioned that because that's kind of the uh, the theme for the very last episode, which we'll get to. But you know, having a whether or not the loyalty in the family is there, you know,
2: yeah, um, so then uh, later on, we've got this barbecue scene. i I, I,
0: th- I thought it was human meat at first. I've been watching too much Hannibal, I guess, but. Walt's, Walt's been looking, looking at the meat as well. Like, I was like, That man, the actor, I don't know his name, Brian Cranston. Yes. He's a, like really great with facial expressions. You you just feel everything he's feeling,
1: right? Yes. And he's so good at like pulling off like, like a crazy look or a scary, like stony look. But then yes. he's so goofy sometimes. It's like it's so funny like to see his two sides <laughs> like that. Yeah, like after
0: I finish breaking bad, I want to watch Malcolm in the Middle.
2: Heck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um so then Oh,
0: yeah. So this, they, this is the last bit, right? The bit of peace before everyone finds out. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And you can see poor Skylar like she's having a moment because she knows now that he has cancer. Yeah. And they go th- they, they we kind of get a little glimpse into how they met. Because uh, they go over how it was that, that well, Walt starts talking about how he met her working mm. at a, a uh, restaurant. And this was actually during the time when I think he was working in that lab Yes, uh, that we got flashbacks to. Mm. And, uh, and she's very young compared to him, apparently. I think she's like barely hitting 40 and he's yeah. already turned 50. So that's like a big gap between them.
0: Yes, I think he said... Should... He said it was, like, a summer job, so she might have been, like, just early college or something. I think yeah. if he was working in the lab, he must have done some sort of PhD, so maybe he was early 30s. And-
1: that's true. That's true. Mm-hmm. Gosh, she it's must have nice. been young. Because Walt Jr. is, like, what, 16, I guess? So they've already been together for at least 16 years at that point. Wow. Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah, they must have had him quite soon after the meeting, I suppose. If She was, like, 24 or something like that when they met. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, so... I just thought it was really sweet, you know, because at at the beginning I thought, uh, wasn't he with that woman from the lab? I'm not sure what's going on with that relationship. Like, we get hints about, more hints about it later. Yeah. um, I I just thought, oh, okay. Because I I never really quite thought that that Skylar and Walt were a good match because, or like a natural match, because she seems so, I don't know, like, He doesn't seem at at peace with her or happy. So I can't really imagine how he was happy at the beginning. You know, like, oh, what were you drawn to at the beginning then? Or maybe she wasn't always
1: like that. That's such a good question, you know. Okay, because I know we'll get into this later, but I did kind of look into the wiki regarding Grey Matter, which is the company that he and his um, ex-classmate, came to get like made together and it mentioned in there something about Gretchen having been like a lab tech or a lab somebody that was working for them in the lab during that time so like he she was their employee but then I read something about her having a lot of money like she's a very rich person so, I'm wondering if the reason why he went after, because of course, you know, he was in that relationship with Gretchen, and of course, something must have gone wrong, though we haven't been revealed what yet. But when he goes after Skylar, and we know how uh, Walt is kind of very egotistic, right? And so it just makes me wonder if he went for her or if he liked her because of how young she was and because. They weren't alike and they didn't, they weren't in the same circles. Like maybe there was something that happened there amongst his peers that made him want to look outside of the group for someone to be connected to. You know that what I'm makes saying? Sense. Yeah, no,
0: no. Yeah, that makes sense. It's, um, I've, I've sort of seen that in my own life as well. Like people do do that sometimes. Like, you don't want to date someone from your field. You kind of want to, yeah, you want to go yeah. out there out of that box kind of thing. Because
1: you don't want to like shit where you eat or like home. (laughs) Yeah. You get burned one time and then after that you're like nope, never gonna date somebody from work ever again. Uh, Yeah. So maybe he was just looking for somebody that was his opposite. And maybe at the time it worked. Yeah. But it doesn't seem to work so well right now. At least from this perspective. (laughs) Yes. Yeah.
0: And I think also if he met her when she was quite young. You know, people do develop over time. Of course, even if they're already in their twenties, I mean, twenties to thirties. She probably came into her own a bit. Maybe at first she was a a young woman who
1: wasn't quite so sure
0: of herself, and then she became confident.
1: Maybe that's um, true. That's true. She may have started out way more young and innocent and docile because you know yeah. she doesn't is not as experienced and so much younger. But maybe now she's not, and you know maybe Hank, I want to say Hank and I want to say Hal so bad, <laughs> <laughs> but maybe Walt yeah. isn't so comfortable with her uh, new way of being.
0: Yeah. Um, and speaking of names, I, um I, I realized that when I was looking at Walt in his more um, drug dealer sort of whatever, meth, what is it, they're making meth, something like that yeah yeah, and um, when he's in that mode, I was writing about his character, and I wrote White or Mr. White, or something like that, and then Walt kind of felt like the the family guy the 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 Skyler, you know, I don't know why my brain automatically gave him a different name. It's like, oh, these, my brain's not really seeing them as the same person because it's the actor is so good at um those moments where he makes a decision that makes you go, oh my God, like Hurting someone or destroying something, you know, as he does in these next few episodes, um, it just makes me go whoa because he's got this crazy look in his eye. I think you mentioned that just a few moments ago.
1: Yeah, the actor's or... really
0: good at that crazy look, right?
1: <laughs> yes, yeah, I... he looks very cold at times. Like it's yeah. just like a dead look in his eye,
2: mm-hmm.
3: where
1: he—I don't know if he just gets so lost in his persona or what. You know, but he just seems like a completely different person. And I think that he wanted that. Like, I don't think he liked who he was. So he wanted to be someone else.
0: Yeah. 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 It does. It feels like a. I'm not sh- not so sure if a mask is going on or a mask is coming off. It's so oh, interesting.
1: Very true. Very true. Yeah. I think a mask is coming off. I do. I really yeah. do. Yeah. I don't think that the small meek and mild-mannered walt is the real walt i think that is the walt that he's turned into in order to accommodate other people
0: okay yeah yeah that makes sense um well i'm interested to to see more of that and see how that makes more sense as we
2: i get to know him um so uh what's what's good the next scene back there you know how is being kind of macho uh
0: skylar cries oh i wrote that and then um oh yeah
1: because
0: he offers. yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> go ahead no no walt junior kind of walks off or something and then it's just they're talking about it as couples and skylar's really enforcing this whole like Karen out she's Karen Karen out like oh it was the company from like 20 years ago and like you know we need to we need someone to blame because that's what she's what she does best blame <laughs> get angry oh,
1: that's right yeah she's looking for a reason she's trying to reason yeah with the situation trying to find some sort of something to hold on to to like try to make sense of what's happening in her life and like right away, Hank tries to like say, you know, I'll be there, I'll help you, I'll take care of your family. But did you see the way that Waltz hey, just yeah. kind of bristled at the thought of someone else taking care of his family?
0: Okay, I'm glad you mentioned it because sometimes the be like he has micro expressions where I'm like, was that, was he angry? Is he, did he, is that real?
3: Um, yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. I saw that as well. I was like, huh. He didn't like that, right? He was really angry. He did not. (laughs) There's like a whole storm going inside that man's mind.
1: (laughs) Yes. Like, it becomes very apparent as the season goes on that they are trying to establish that Walt is an incredibly egotistical man and prideful is another byproduct of that. And everything that he does is because of his pride. Mm and everything he doesn't do is also because of his pride.
0: Yeah. He has so many he he ends up having so many secrets and he just he's trying to keep up a certain appearance and you think he's this mild-mannered guy but he's not like you said that's not the real him and um it shows through how proud he is and how he doesn't accept help, how he's not willing to go Oh, thank you so much. You know, yeah. Let's thank you for the money or whatever it is. It's it's really interesting. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, well, then, then we, we go to Jesse. Jesse, yep, exactly. Yeah,
1: Jesse, Jesse, and his friends. I <laughs> know, poor Jesse. Like he is having
2: He's a moment. Been,
1: yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. he and, cannot handle
3: mm.
1: everything that's been happening. I, he seems a little traumatized by what had to transpire between him. Walt and the two men that they had to to systematically get rid of.
0: He seems so much more normal than Walt at times.
1: Yeah, for sure. Like the way he's reacting to the situations that he's finding himself in are very human, very normal. You know, he's kind of shocked and appalled at what's happening. You would think that it would be the other way around because Jesse was already in this life, but. I think Jesse was kind of on the outskirts of this life, and he wasn't really as deep in it, or as le- at, at least not as, um, he wasn't as committed, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah, Whereas, he seems a bit of, like, a bit of a flake. Right, and <laughs> one foot in, one foot out, but yeah. just enough so that way he really didn't really have to get his hands too dirty beyond just making methamphetamine, you know? And now yeah, with this... selling a bit
0: here and there. He doesn't have big ambitions for selling.
1: Right. Because ultimately, he doesn't need the money. Right. I mean, he has a home. So he just does it to just supplement his lifestyle by the look of it. Yeah. And because of the accolades, you know, he gets all his little junkie friends look up to him. They think mm-hmm. he's cool. So he has his own ego problem himself, but he also does not have, he not also, but he doesn't have the balls i guess to say uh so to speak to to really have ambitions in this life you know
0: yeah yeah because every time
1: yeah when walt brings it up he's always like whoa 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 like you know like (laughs) he doesn't want to go (laughs) there he keeps trying to pump the brakes and walt's like what are you talking about
0: (laughs) yeah walt's the guy with the big like ambition and he's just like well if we're gonna do this let's go all in kind of thing and and jesse's just like he's very like lukewarm about everything about life mm-hmm. he just seems lost and i think like i think you mentioned last week that walt kind of not ruins his life but kind of to blame for bringing jesse deeper into the drug game
2: right mm. so yeah, yeah it seems
1: so just he's crazy. hanging out with his friends and yeah. his friends are like hey you got some meth and he's <laughs> like well, I do, but I don't want to get, like, I'm not really sure why he didn't want to give any away, mm. like, why he didn't want to share, but I, I, I wonder like... if it's PTSD, mm. like, just looking at it was well, giving was him a feeling. That
0: makes him paranoid.
1: Yeah, that too. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that's true. He seems and like like he then he had, even, like,
0: not a good guy, but, like, he's just <laughs> trying to get high on weed and not everything else.
1: Yeah. And then he hallucinates about those two t- <laughs> The bikers, the quote unquote bikers that turned out to just be Mormons. <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh my god. When the when that happened guy. I was like I thought it w- it was a hallucination in some way, but I didn't expect it to be two other people. So it's, it's so funny. Um Yeah. Yeah. Um he ends up no wait, then we switch to Walt's changing his like bandage and then Skylar's happy about this appointment they've got but it's five thousand dollars like i wanted to just mention that briefly because wow like just for a deposit (laughs) for an appointment an initial appointment that can't be like do you think that sounds realistic
1: oh yeah especially for these specialists because like what they what they had discussed was that um, Marie was like, oh, I can I can get you in contact with the best doctor in town, blah, 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 because she works in the health industry. I think she's like a radiologist. And so um, the doctor they go to see is like top of the line, uh, a specialist in the field, and probably a lot of people come from the state to see him. So that means he can basically decide how much he thinks his work is worth, right? So if that doctor happens to be in your um, HMO, which they mentioned in the show, this is something that uh, the Clintons brought into the country, I think in the late 90s uh, during Clinton's uh, presidency. But basically what it is, is if you have an insurance company, they have a list of doctors that are covered under their policy. And if you want to see a doctor that isn't covered by their policy, then that's considered out of network and you have to pay full price.
3: Oh,
0: okay.
1: So this doctor is out of their HMO. So that means that they have to pay full price to see him. But because he's such a good doctor, you know, people think it's worth it. So that's that's why Skylar is so happy they're going to go see him because she's under the impression that he's going to be an excellent doctor and possibly,
2: hopefully, save Walt's life. Yeah, right. Um, He ends up taking some
0: cash from the baby room.
1: That was funny. <laughs> yeah. Crazy AIDS money that they stole, that he, I mean, he kind of owed it to them. But, uh, so yeah, so Walt's using that money already, his, uh, his blood money, um, on his... Yeah. Uh, his treatment right? Well, it's not really a treatment because he hasn't agreed to treatment yet he agreed to a second uh yeah, second opinion it. so that's yeah. what he's here to do yeah and then um
2: oh my god then they introduced this hilarious character called oh, i'm gonna call him ken wins and we, we uh, do i skipped the part about walt
0: jr confronting walt about acting normal but oh, yeah, that's
1: right. Well, Walt, uh, yeah. Walter Jr. is not taking this uh, very well. He's having no. a hard time being
0: nice. He is, <laughs> and he's, he's a sweet boy. It's like you can see the actor's good at showing this sort of um, silent frustration that comes out in little bursts, but on his face, you can see this just broken, heartbroken boy. Yeah. And his dad's just either given up or. um Pretending like nothing's happening. Either way, it just feels wrong. It feels inauthentic, I guess. Um,
1: Right. I think it's confusing to his son because mm. he's going to gauge how he reacts off of what his father is basically showing him, right? But his dad isn't really showing him or guiding him on how to feel about this. So all he has is all these conflicting emotions and not really a pathway towards at least acceptance. So he's yeah. kind of lost in denial and uh, grieving and frustration and anger. And he's not really finding his way out of it.
2: Yeah. So the the character that you're talking about, is that the guy that stole the parking spot from Walt? Oh
0: yeah, yeah, that's how we're introduced to him. So Walt's trying to go to the bank, I guess, to deposit, deposit money or something, or send mm-hmm. it to the department. And this guy just kind of Go straight into his parking spot in this very, like, small, what kind of car is it? Like a sports car, maybe?
1: Yeah, he's got, like, a little, a, a little sports car, probably a little old Mustang or something. I'm not sure. I don't remember it. I just know it's, like, cherry red, of course.
0: <laughs> yeah. How funny. And he's such an asshole.
1: <laughs> he really is. The whole time, he's just talking smack about other people to whoever he's on his Bluetooth phone with. So he's got the <laughs> The little blue Bluetooth in his ear, which used to be so ubiquitous of a uh, douchebags back in the day.
0: <laughs> yeah, and he's there's like three women at the counter, of all different ages, and he's just they're just looking at him so <laughs> disgusted. They're just, oh. uh, <laughs> it's hilarious. And even Walt, it just looks like he's gonna punch him in the face, but he doesn't. He ends up, yeah, um, doing what he needs to do at the bank, but. There was a lot of tension there. Like Walt, when he's got that face on, I don't know what's going to happen next, honestly.
1: Right? <laughs> and I think, I think that's supposed to establish that, is that Walt is kind of like a wild card where you don't really know what his frustration is going to lead him to do. <laughs> and it's yeah. kind of scary to see it happen. You know, he's very good. Like you said, he's very good at expression on his face to really portray this very deep... And dark character that is Walter White.
2: Yeah, it, he's he's.
0: Oh, it's like this man on the edge of his thread. All the, not all the time, but he's like brought back from the edge for a few moments, and he's doing something. He's distracted, and then suddenly he's back on this edge. And I wonder if that's not normal, but I want to say possibly just part of being in a life or death situation all the time like you have cancer or you're in desperate need of money you're just living on this sort of survival mode and if you're in survival mode why why not do something crazy like that's when you would
1: right Mm -hmm. yeah he's kind of like say like a cup that's all the way to fill to the rim it's even to the point of spilling over but it's not quite there yet but you know that every drop brings it closer and closer you just wonder when it's going to finally spill over (laughs) yeah uh so the next scene it cuts to this like family just like this little yeah unidentified family and you wonder
2: what's going on they
1: have this little boy that's overachieving and then jesse breaks into their backyard
0: (laughs) right i thought it was actually like a random family that he'd accidentally like broken into their backyard but they immediately recognise him, and they're like, ugh, oh, like it's just Jesse, kind
1: of thing." Mm-hmm. Um, we find out that it's that he's... Jesse is their problem child.
0: Yeah, and there's such a huge age gap between him and his brother. It's well, mm-hmm. possibly yeah, fourteen, fifteen years. Um, and it's just weird, like seeing yeah. him in a place of such wealth. And I knew he had a house, right? But it's i don't
1: know was it's it was a nice movie? house and yeah. you just wonder like what happened jesse why it kind of gives you um it explains exactly why it is that jesse isn't as committed to or committed to crime and that life you know because he doesn't actually come from that so it's not no, really normal for him. <laughs> yes ex- jesse's putting the mask on oh that's so good yes mm. oh that's crazy yeah, and you can tell that the, the relationship between Jesse and his father is very strained, and mm-hmm. Jesse, Jesse's dad is like not really, he's not worried about being strict with him.
0: Yeah. Yeah, he's like, try and put the foot down, and the mum is obviously doing the whole, you know, that's her son kind of thing, so she's very soft with him. um, And and it's, it's interesting because it's not like they're ignoring the, the main child, they're talking about not the main child, the the, the younger one. Um they mm-hmm. are talking about music and instruments and stuff, but it doesn't feel passionate the way they, they they seem intensely connected to to Jesse. And that's because Jesse's got things going on that drives them crazy. Whereas the right. kid is like the one that you're not worried about, the one that you don't really care to sort of invest all your emotions in. You're like, Yeah, yeah, you're doing the right thing, that's good and like it's so, so monotone the way they were talking about the teacher and are they giving you feedback yes feedback is good and it's like oh my god where's the love
1: yeah it you can tell that they are mm-hmm. a family that is stretched thin emotionally mm-hmm. because yeah. of the one child that is just mm-hmm. taking all of that attention away yeah to the point where they have none left to really give to the other child and the child oh. is doing everything in his power to get the family's attention but the yeah. good attention you know because he wants to set himself apart from his bad brother but unfortunately it's not enough you know and and it really wears on the on the younger or the less problematic child to have one sibling who is just monopolizing
3: mm-hmm.
1: all of the attention of the parent mm-hmm. that
2: is you know cuz they can only do so much yeah yeah that's true um, I think I've lost my
0: note here what, what, what happens next if well
2: we cut over to Walter
1: Jr and he seems mm. to actually want to spend more time with his dad and Walter Walt seems pretty surprised by that at least he yeah. did to me he's like wow okay sure yeah we can I think he I think he decides to ride with his dad to school or something like that but Walter's pleasantly surprised, so that does show me that the sun has been pulling away, even before Walter got sick.
0: Yeah, that's true. Yeah. They, um, I don't know, they They don't seem like a, a father-son duo to me. It just, it just no. feels like they've been, like you said, separated for a while in some way, just distant from each other.
1: Right, um, I don't think that they have a lot in common. They don't yeah. like the same stuff, they're not interested yeah. in the same um subjects or mm-hmm. they don't have the same interests. And I think there's a wide gulf between Walt and Walter Jr.,
3: unfortunately.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah and and Walt though he's a teacher and he has these mentor
0: like um traits when he talks to Jesse, he doesn't seem he doesn't give dad vibes in the same way that like Hank does, even though
1: Hank doesn't have kids. D- do you feel that as well? Maybe I do I don't think Walt is a very he's not the kind of person who is warm to children in a fatherly way. I don't think he has it in him, and I think that that's part of it. and I think Jesse kind of gravitates i I think what they're trying to show us with these different scenes that they keep cutting to and from uh is you've got the relationship between walt and walter jr compared to the relationship between say um jesse and his family and then jesse and his brother and how they just can't seem to connect with the families their families and they both just seem like they're on the outside looking in for both of their families. So I think what they're establishing is that these two men have more in common than they know. You know?
2: Yeah. I do
0: see that. Um, it, is, it does remind me a bit of Hannibal and Will, in a way. They both yeah. can't really connect with society. Um, but they can connect more with each other. And it's almost like they give each other a second chance at family. You know, right. like you've spent so long with your family, you kind of sometimes feel like you can't undo what you've done and they've just pigeonholed you into a role. I mean, Dyla sees Walt a certain way. So does Hank, so does Hank's, um, so does Marie. But even though when jesse meets walt he kind of pigeons, pigeonholes him as like mr white you know
1: yeah he sees him as his teacher he's not letting he's not in any way emotionally capable yet of i think letting anybody in yeah i think he's very what's the word defensive like all the time especially with authority figures
0: yes yeah
1: <laughs> definitely
0: um but I feel like they, they both feel this ability to reinvent themselves with each other. Um, they kind of have a history and they know each other, but at
2: the same time, there's this sense of you're doing this thing, this crazy thing with me, and so I can't really define you. Right. And at this
1: point, mm. yeah. they're kind of, I think they had decided that they weren't going, like, after they killed... Emilio and Crazy Eight, and they got rid of the bodies. I think they had come to the conclusion or the agreement that they weren't going to see each other anymore and they wanted nothing to do with one another.
0: Yes, that's correct. Yeah.
1: And so they just, at this point, like they're trying to find themselves in their normal lives again. Like they just went through this traumatic experience together. And right now, I don't think either of them can think of the other without feeling that trauma again so there it, it seems like both of them are like trying really hard to reintegrate to their lives the way they used to know them you know what i mean no no that makes sense they, they definitely seem to have a trigger
0: response when they see each other kind of like you know oh, yeah trauma response um i went through this thing with you Therefore, if i see you
1: again i'm going to remember that i did this thing um yep yeah. So. But it so happens that Jesse's mm. little junkie friends were able to sell a lot of the, or not a lot, but they sold some of the meth that he shared with them. Yes. And they're like, hey, we want to get some more of that stuff. Actually, they didn't sell any. It was one of his friends was calling him to let Jesse know, hey, that stuff we did the other day was really great. And I've got some people that want to buy some. Could you get me some? Because I'd really like to sell some to these people so jesse does he sells the rest of what they had made what he and walt had made yes and so jesse comes to walt's house and he gives him his his half of the money basically mm. from that cook yeah and uh and he asks him if he wants to cook again because you know jesse's like hey that's good money yeah And walt is absolutely like absolutely not i will not get out of my house <laughs> but he did take that money
0: (laughs) it was such a like trigger type response he was so mad he was almost offended that this like trash piece of garbage like human being showed up at his house i even noticed i wrote down the pool is full what
1: (laughs) oh yeah they did he did fix up his backyard i think he fixed it up for that um cookout that they had right oh yeah yeah (laughs) But he um, must have had the money to do it because I don't think he did before.
2: Mm-hmm, yeah, yeah.
1: So that was the end of episode four and episode five. It's even more of that. Which I really yes. love this episode. This episode we, we is did so good. Just
0: slightly missed the. Um, what happened? Little bro yes. has marijuana.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. So it turns out that uh, the weird. maid found weed in Jesse's little brother's room.
0: Yeah. And the and
1: parents the hit, but yeah. <laughs> the parents completely blame Jesse yeah. and kick him out. So you know, he it seemed like he was trying to reestablish himself in that in that you know, he was son yeah. role. Yeah. And it turns out, you know, that the little brother's like, "Thanks for not narking on me," and he's like, "Yeah, whatever."
0: And he doesn't even give it back to him. He's like, "This is skunk weed, anyway." <laughs> I
2: was it was so
0: weird seeing that that scene I was like this kid this actor who's playing the kid just looks so young there's
3: unbelievable
0: (laughs) that he has weed but then I'm like but then also he's this crazy talented intelligent kid who probably would be able to find weed so
1: yeah it's probably super easy for him to get it at school But still, you know, coming by the money. Well, you know, maybe his parents do. They they do seem well off. So he probably is a good enough kid that he's getting, like, some sort of regular allowance. So he's able to buy himself more. Yeah. But uh, it was was quite rude of him as a Mm -hmm. little brother, knowing that his brother is going through all that he's going through. Like, he can see that at least Jesse's trying, you know, and his parents he's on thin ice with their parents and he doesn't even think to say you know what i've earned enough good boy points i can chalk it up. well because even then even and i think jesse they knew this. jesse yeah they would say it was his influence or that he brought it to him or that yeah. he encouraged him somehow like it wouldn't matter
0: like the type of parents who would be like is there anything that we did
1: <laughs> right yeah -mm. (laughs) Isn't that true? Yeah, I mean, you've got Mm -hmm. two kids with drug problems.
3: So maybe
1: you're doing something (laughs) wrong. (laughs) Yeah,
0: maybe you read the wrong parenting book. Um, (laughs) and so like last two things from this episode that I liked was when Jesse was going through his like pictures that he drew when he was a kid, and it really reminded me of what it's like to go back to your childhood home and go through stuff that your parents have kept.
2: I just yeah. thought that
0: was a really sweet moment. And then he finds this drawing he'd made of of Mr. White when he was at school, and I was <laughs> just like, "I love when they pepper these little bits of uh, Walt and Jesse's previous relationship. It's almost like it was another life, you know? Yeah, Walt's probably a lot younger. Uh, Jesse making fun of him, whatever, as a teacher. It, you know, this this show is." creating this relationship that just very rarely happens i mean i know my i had a friend who um ended up becoming friends with his teacher when he grew, uh, grew up so he was this a uh, uh I, I don't want to go into it too much but it was just weird you know it's like what do you mean you're now friends with your teacher from when you were at school <laughs> and it's just it's just like you know jesse and Walt. i mean they're not friends but it's just this having a relationship 20 years on um it's just interesting
1: i I was just wondering i'm like i don't know how old jesse is i assume he's got to be under 25 i'm thinking he's like 23 maybe 24 yeah that means he's at least five to six years out of uh walt's class so oh, it's yeah. been it's been about that long, you know, yeah. if not less since Walt has seen him, and it, it, in the sense of a student, you know. So I'm mm-hmm. sure it's still it's still kind of fresh for her, for Walt, <laughs> and I think that's why it's so hard for Walt yeah. to to like not not trust him, but to respect Jesse because he sees him as a student, yeah. you know.
0: Yeah, that's the thing that kind of frustrates me. He he. Um, they're doing something, which kind of makes them partners, right? Partners in crime. Mm-hmm. And he's not treating him like one. He's treating him like a kid, and it's a little bit disrespectful. <laughs> um, I agree. But we end end this episode on a bang. Uh, I don't know what he did. I'm not a car person, but the car, Ken's car, Ken wins appears again at this gas station or somewhere, and Walt just goes crazy he goes up to his car and he like lifts up the hood or something i think it's called the hood and he messes around with it and then it starts smoking and then it bursts goes on fire and he walks away and i think i've seen that in a meme or in a gif and i'm like oh that is that that, that's the badass scene it's from season one that's
2: crazy wow yeah 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 and
1: i mean When it happened, I was like, wow, he's not afraid that there's a camera pointed at the the gas tank. Like, they wouldn't see him do what he did. Yeah,
0: I know I can count
1: on you to tell me the plot holes, because I'm not (laughs) not seeing them. I don't think I saw them the first time, because I was so dazzled by his badassery, you know? But now I'm just like, Walt, (laughs) you're being so irresponsible.
0: Yeah, I'm sure, like, looking back on the show, like, it's, watching it all, you're kind of seeing every risk he took,
2: Yeah. whether it's
0: the leaving the gas mask or the thing, because I don't know what happens exactly, but I assume maybe there's some Easter eggs or something, I'm not sure, maybe.
1: There's a lot of Easter eggs that you won't know until you ha- until you watch it again, for sure, yeah. there's a okay. lot of those. And there's a whole lot of, not metaphor, but it's like smaller Mm -hmm. and more wholesome versions of situations that will come later that are way bigger. But it's the same premise or it's the same idea of like a same kind of decision that needs to be made, just on a much grander scale or with more at risk kind of thing you know so it's very interesting to see these again and like see it and it's like oh i understand now like in the 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 very last episode there's several of those that i caught so i'll get into them when we get there for sure (laughs) okay cool um
0: but yes now i'm ready for the next (laughs) i think the next Um, episode
1: episode episode five, five yes yes so we That's find amazing. Jesse trying to go on the straight and narrow. He's not with his parents anymore, so he's looking for a job. And He looks I'm so not really young
0: sure. in, like, a suit. It's, it's...
1: <laughs> he looks small. Like, he looks, um, you can tell how immature he actually is when he tries, you know? Yeah. He's, he's like, looks... oh, you
0: know, I can, I can sell really well. And he's like, curriculum. um, what's it called something cv and he's like it's actually i oh, was curriculum like
1: curriculum or something yeah. like that yeah.
0: yeah oh my goodness for someone who comes from money like how do you not know these things it's crazy yeah
2: but and i, mean, I think
1: <laughs> i think well it could be that or it could also be where the parents are at fault for this because I feel like they're making the same kind of mistake except in a different way with the two sons because mm. I don't think they gave Jesse enough attention because if they had I don't think Jesse would have come out the way that he has, you know? Right, right. So
0: they went the other, oh, that makes sense. They went the other way with the other one.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Um. And that's where he meets, he ends up meeting a former friend. He doesn't get the job um, because the job actually is about holding up a sign and Jesse doesn't want to do that. He kind of has standards for himself or something.
1: Yeah, that's that was funny. He 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 didn't think he thought well, he thinks he's too good for that job. But in yeah. the process, he sees an old friend and we get introduced to a character named Badger. Badger's <laughs> hilarious. Yeah.
2: yeah.
1: Um, um Yeah. Badger's on probation, so he's another junkie friend. Mm. And uh Jesse thought he was overqualified for the job that Badger was doing, um, but he does get to talk to to Badger, and I think Badger was asking him about, you know, if he's still doing the meth stuff, and he's like, no, no, I'm not doing that, um, like, you can tell he's trying really hard to, like, not go into that business anymore, but Badger's <laughs> like, oh, no, yeah, I can to get to you help what you need. <laughs> he really doesn't want to do it anymore but badger tries to convince him otherwise yeah and you could tell like when he's sitting in the car looking at the one ads he's really trying to make a decision here like do i get back into business because badger's like oh i can get you the stuff you need don't worry about it and you know he's faced with this decision like do i keep trying to be better or do i go back for that easy money where i'm comfortable and i know what i'm doing?
0: There are, like, little hints of um, Jesse's addictive nature, I think. Because he's not, he's not really, he doesn't really seem to be an addict because he seems to pick up meth and put it down whenever he wants, but there is this sense of
2: he, uh, he gives in to peer pressure too easily, maybe? He is very easily influenced. Yeah that's what it seems like and it seems
0: oh my god I don't know I kind of see this like innocent quality about him and it's like he just wants to be liked and like when his yeah. like, junkie friends in the previous episode were like oh do you have this and he was like no and they were like well okay we'll, we'll just go then and then he was like no no I'm joking I'm joking it just it just felt like oh he's one of those people who he just wants to be loved wants to connect, I think.
1: He wants acceptance. Yeah. yeah.
0: And I think that's probably gonna that's maybe his downfall because
3: Yeah.
1: I think he also has like he has a lack of conviction yeah. for himself. You know, he doesn't really know who he, he is. So he can't he can't really stand up for himself because he doesn't know who he is, you know. And I think that makes it harder for him to like uphold his boundaries you know mm. he'll say no i'm not going to do math all right fine i'll do it no i don't want to give you guys <laughs> math all right here's some math no uh well i don't want to cook fine let's cook again like he just mm. he can't really stick to his own boundaries that he keeps trying to put up but there's just it, it's it's like they're made of paper you
2: know and not stone i feel that yeah it sucks <laughs> um, um. I, then there are this. Oh, we we go back to Walt, right, with the party in
0: Elliot
1: Elliot's birthday. Oh, that's right. They're on their way to a birthday party for Elliot, who is his old um, lab lab partner, business partner. Yeah,
0: we get a bit more about Walt's backstory, which I
1: liked. I was like, Jesus, that fall was hard, hey. <laughs> yeah. I I thought it was interesting, you know, he goes to this party, he gets a lot of credit while he's there. I mean, people are introducing him as not like a nobody and nobody's ignoring him. Yeah. They're all like, hey, look, this is the other half of Gray Matter. Mm -hmm. You know, he he could do this and he solved this problem for us and you know, Mm -hmm. all these things. So he he was given lots of fodder for his pride and ego.
0: Yeah, he was. But there is this, like, I don't know. I kind of got a little sense that they were doing it out, not out of pity, but it felt, it didn't feel, it felt like, oh, yeah, this guy, like, as if, they were, like, talking about him as if he was dead, in a way.
1: So, I feel you. I think, I think that's the impression that we're supposed to get if we are looking at this from Walt's perspective, because I think that we are, you know, I think we are supposed to be looking at everything through Walt's lens, so to speak. But if we step back, I think that it's supposed to be that way because of, because of Walt's ego. And I don't think like Mm -hmm. he can't, um, what's the word? He can't accept that people, Do respect him, or that they do uh, feel that he's good at what he does, or that he was uh, an integral part of the company. I think he is kind of seeing everything through this lens of they pity me. Like he doesn't have confidence in himself in this realm.
3: I think I think think
0: it's a mixture of not having confidence and a mixture of having too much attachment to the man he was and that Mm -hmm. ego hasn't really gone because he's holding himself to a certain standard and if he if he kind of reached that level of acceptance about the way life went and stuff like that he may have he may even be able to joke about where he's at right now or say you know i'm not i'm i'm doing this now whereas he couldn't even respond to the people When they were like, Oh, what university do you teach? And it kind of just cuts to another part and it's like, Oh
1: Yeah, like he's very embarrassed of where he is now. So I think I think that's why it's hard for him to accept that these people honestly do think that he is a big brained person, that he's somebody that they could look up to, because he doesn't see himself as that. He sees himself as somebody who has fallen so far from grace. And yeah. he thinks everybody can see that, you know.
3: Mm.
0: Mm. This is such a this is such a great scene in teaching us about like framing, oh like how you how you perceive people's like, words. You know, like if and someone their opinions says, of you, yeah, what they think of you. You might think, oh, they think negatively of me, but it's the words are positive, but you're hearing it from your own mind because you have certain standards for yourself. So, yeah.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah, I you know, agree. The I, I unreliable really do. narrator thing as well, right? Oh, what was that again? It's like the unreliable narrator because even though Walt yeah. isn't the narrator, we kind of get this because we're so focused on his facial expressions and his life and everything, right?
1: Because we know that he's
0: thinking. Because I'm I'm falling for it, you know, I'm falling for his unreliable subjective Narrative. perspective. So yeah, yeah, yeah
1: because. We know what he's gone through. We know where he's fallen and how far he's fallen from there. So we know what he knows. But they don't know any of that. So, of course, their words don't take that into consideration. They only know the good or, or the parts that they've been told of how great he is. And he can't, he can't see beyond that because in his mind, he's nothing. You know, he, he's, he doesn't even think he's worthy of all all the credit that they are giving him or at least it doesn't look that way
3: yeah
2: or he maybe he thinks he deserves more than what he's getting i feel like he doesn't really um
0: i feel like he doesn't really take responsibility for where he's at because there's a line at, at some point either in this episode or the next where he says something about choices and i don't we don't have to go into it right now but like it just made me think he doesn't he doesn't feel like he's been driving his life for the better part of it and that's that's someone who's not taking responsibility that's someone who's basically giving up and saying yeah it wasn't my fault you know i wasn't making my choices it's like no you were we all make our choices you know
1: right like he's letting life happen around him but that's a choice
0: that's a choice yeah
2: See, oh, so then it happens. Elliot offers Walt a job
1: back at Grey Matter, and at first, Walt seems extremely pleased at the idea. Yeah,
3: (laughs) he he
0: finally gets the props he actually wants, which is like,
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, sure, I'll work for you. But then, well, he actually didn't, he said he was in the middle of declining to take the job because oh, no, no, annoying I, mean,
0: I know he wasn't going to like, actually oh. take it but he just he just seemed he seemed like he felt like he deserved that.
1: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. He thought that was of course, of course he's, he should ask me. Now he didn't say of course he was going to ask me, but he did think he deserved to be asked. For sure. Yeah. He looked very pleased.
3: Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. But then Elliot reveals to him you know, hey, we've got really great insurance. And
0: mm, That was such a bad thing to
1: say. I know, because he can, he can see that Walt is gearing up to decline and say, no, I can't take this job. And I don't think he was going to tell him about the cancer, but he was oh, blaming he was. it on the private thing that was happening.
0: Yeah, oh, okay. Because he was going to say, um, you know, I've got some issues, and he was, and right. Ellie was like, whatever it is, we can get through it, but So you think that maybe he wasn't going to say the cancer thing, he was just going to say I can't right now because...
1: Right. Because he doesn't want pity. He doesn't want pity. He really Mm. doesn't want pity. And that's what made him so mad at Skylar because in his mind he Mm. knows, no matter what she says, because later on he confronts her, but in his mind he knows that she told him directly about the cancer because she even said it in the car and this is what this is what informs my opinion about what she told Elliot, because I don't think she told Gretchen right away, but I know she told Elliot. But I think that she believes that, you know, she believes that Walt deserves to still have that job or to be as rich as they are or to still, you know, be a part of that company that they owe him, you know. And so. When she told Elliot that, if she believed that in her heart, then I totally believe that she told him about the cancer, knowing full well that he was going to ask Walt uh, Walt to come back.
0: Oh, yeah. A hundred percent. She is a schemer.
1: Yes. And I think (laughs) that really upset Walt's ego because he has no control over his own private, personal situations, no thanks to her. (laughs)
0: she she is basically his um i don't know personal assistant slash uh what's that thing manager i mean he 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 don't genuinely doesn't really feel like he's in control of anything when it comes to the family home and it's just now it's too far because it's his life it's his cancer it's his it's hers and she is taking it so you know this is our thing everything is our thing and he's just like no i'm the only one
1: dying here
0: yeah my private information yeah Um, and i can see it from her perspective as well because she's like no this affects everyone
2: yeah because in a
1: way her life is ending as well not the same way but the life she has with him and he he really can't see it that way because he is very Selfish. I mean, he's very self-centered. I think, yeah, in a way, he would disagree. You know, because he's doing all this for them. But is he? <laughs> yeah,
0: that's you actually it.
1: <laughs> in my notes. I wrote the question something like,
2: uh, "Do you I was to ask you? Do you think it's selfish, especially after the the intervention thing?" Yeah,
1: you know, there was there's something about Elliot and Gretchen that I think is is supposed to be their plot device, I guess, is that they are Walt's Achilles heel. Like, that is where you can hurt him by either bringing that up or telling them anything about him or just, just anything having to do with that part of his life or those people, I think, is, is super sensitive for him. So her having done this was very... Um, hurtful to his ego, because it was like the only place for the only people that still had the kind of respect he thought he deserved. You see what I'm saying? Does that make sense?
0: You know, yeah, it makes sense. It's um, it seems like this first season of this show is definitely focused on not not so much breaking down his ego because it seems like every time someone attempts to do so, even inadvertently, He finds a way to slip away, protect it, build it back up, be the man, you know, be angry. But I assume at some point in this series, they're going to utterly destroy his ego. At least I hope so. Because that's part of the hero's journey.
1: Right, yeah. So. It happens, it does. It's, uh, it's intense. You'll find out. (laughs)
2: Okay.
1: (laughs) Um... But yeah, so, he, he just he just uh, tells her off in the car. Mm-hmm. They spend um, the whole next day not speaking and yeah. Walter Jr. can feel the tension. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he doesn't even and, go with him and he's like, I'm just taking the bus. Yeah, like they're once again, you know, they, at one point they were close and now they're so yeah. far apart again. Um, yeah. I think it's because they realize that he, he still got the same results from the second opinion at the doctor so i think that they're kind of reacting to the fact that walt still does not want treatment at this point yes
0: and i think that's why she
2: stages the intervention Mm -hmm. um yep and well yeah i mean go ahead yeah i think okay so what happens following
1: it's really interesting to me and i think it starts setting up this idea that walt and jesse are going to become each other's surrogate kind of pseudo family mentor mentee father son Mm. i mean you could call it whatever but it's definitely taking the place of each other's family
0: yeah i think
1: because mm-hmm. in the next few scenes, we see Badger, uh, the new character, and Jesse going over all the um, chemistry supplies that they have to cook with. And Jesse is so excited about showing off the knowledge that he learned from Walt. It's so sweet. <laughs> I love it that. It really scene. is, and it like it's it such a testament. Experience.
0: He doesn't say it's art this time
1: right you know it's like this is it's basic science he says it i think <laughs> um but it's it's crazy to know that you know it's not like he stood there and took notes he really did absorb all the information walt gave yeah. him and he took it in and committed it to memory now he knows you know but it's still not as good <laughs> as we find out later
0: mm, yeah this is like cloudy batch and he chucks it out and i'm like wow jesse has standards now like this is a he's like becoming walt it's amazing
1: it's like you can they really are setting it up to where i think jesse kind of he he really took it to heart what walt taught him about what he you know apparently really loves to do which is make meth (laughs) yeah
0: he was like apply yourself and he It's almost like he took that paper that he saw in his childhood home from the old mr white who had marked his work and taken it to heart again
1: that's
2: true yeah
1: that is true so in the next scene we see walter jr getting into some trouble yeah, trying to buy liquor. <laughs> yeah, he's, he tries to get an undercover cop to buy him beer, so he gets in trouble. Yeah. And the cop tells him, hey, uh, look, I don't want to do any paperwork. Call your dad to come get you. But yeah. he doesn't call his dad, he calls Hank.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> when they pan over to Hank, I was like, oh, goodness. Um, yeah. But it was really sweet of Hank to think of Walt. And it was one of the first things he mentions to Walter Jr. Like, why did you call me? What is your dad going to think? Yeah, I feel like Hank's been a better
0: uncle and friend um, since he found out about Walt. Before he used to kind of, you know, rag on him a little bit more about the whole man thing. But um, uh, it seems that he knows that now that Walt's days are numbered, he needs to spend them with his son.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, I think he he really considers other people he's he honestly he really is a considerate person you know when you boil it down and he even I think he even tells Skyler not to tell Walt about what happened because he doesn't want him to feel hurt that Walter Jr called him and not not his dad yeah mm-hmm. yeah he is good
0: he's I like him a little bit better in these episodes
2: Yeah, yeah. And of course, Skylar decides... Huh? Go ahead. Even Marie. (laughs) Marie is a...
1: Marie is an interesting one. She really is a very interesting character in this whole show. Like, you will see... She's kind of... uh, Is it here? When they do the, the... The intervention scene is so telling. Like, it's really awesome character reads for all of them. You know what I mean? Because, like, you can see where, because you were saying before, Skylar and Hank, or not Hank, I'm sorry, Waltz don't seem to fit. But then Hank and Marie, they also don't fit, but it's on, like, a lower level. But if you really divide them up, Skylar and Hank have a whole lot more in common. And yeah. Walt and Marie are actually very similar.
0: Mm, are you hinting at something? Do they swap <laughs> partners?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you right now. No, they don't.
2: Okay. <laughs> uh, um, um, but Skylar okay.
1: unfortunately decides that she's uh, she needs to get this intervention going. And she once again wants to get other people involved because she can't stand on her own. Like she... I feel like she refuses to give Walt any kind of consideration and she won't do it by herself either. Like, I don't know, it's just... She has to it use
0: would... people around him to, trip, to guilt trip him. And yes! I mean, she's, she's attempted to do so on her own, but when it's not enough, she's got reinforcements now and it's an ambush, it's not an intervention. Or maybe an intervention is an ambush. I don't know. <laughs>
3: <laughs> it
1: it all depends on what side of the intervention you're on, I think.
3: Yeah.
1: Um, um. I thought it was very interesting that they interspersed the, the scenes, um, the intervention scenes and the scenes with Jesse cooking and him mm. not being happy with the folk, you know, him and Badger having such a hard time um, yeah. to the point where they fight. Jesse leaves him in the in the desert, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but in that in those moments, that's when they're having the intervention with um with Walt, and it was very telling to hear all their supposed reasons that they think Walt should get treatment. And then Marie's like, "You know what? You're right. You don't have to." I <laughs> got so mad. She's
0: so chaotic. <laughs>
1: Like, even down to her, like, stealing
0: and stuff, I realise now that she acts straight edge, but she's actually
2: super chaotic, and I actually think she's kind of funny. She's hilarious, and, like, unhinged. and So, I'll wait. I'll wait till we get to that part, but what else do you want to talk about the intervention? Oh, no, 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 yeah, no, it's just that, like, basically
0: survive versus live. He wants to be able to make love, enjoy eating, going to work. And I think he's right, you know, it's just this.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: But then I then I did have that question of, is it selfish? Because um, you're kind of welcoming death.
2: And,
1: and you're not fighting to live.
2: Yeah, I mean, imagine a partner... Just not want, just being like,
0: yeah, I'm cool with only spending another two years with you. Because ultimately they are kind of rejecting life, rejecting love, rejecting you as their partner as well. And um uh, you kind of wonder, you know, maybe Sky would think, am I not good enough? Me, Walt Jr. and your newborn daughter not good enough to fight for. <laughs>
1: right. It's yeah, it's an
0: emotional, complex issue. I think.
1: Yeah, this this part of the story it always gets me real good because, uh, so so my dad died of cancer, um, okay. but I wasn't born yet. My wow. mom was six months pregnant with me when wow. he died. Okay. So it's very similar.
3: <laughs> so mm.
1: it's um, it's difficult to watch but it helps me understand you know why my dad also was like I don't want any more of this treatment because it's hard I mean people get so sick from the treatment alone like Mm -hmm. you could be sick with cancer and you won't feel much up until the very end you know but -hmm. if you actually go through treatment that's when you start feeling sick because the chemo and the radiation is what makes you feel ill
0: that's funny, like uh my my we haven't spoken about this was before, so this is a live sharing for the viewers, but <laughs> yeah, no, my my dad had cancer as well, um uh and went through the chemo and is in remission, or it's been a few years since remission, so I think okay now, but yeah the the chemo part is terrifying the side effects and the
2: mood and, and sickness, yeah. and
1: hair loss, it's just yeah Mm. it's rough it's so rough on the person and that I think alone is besides dying of course but that part of it I think is what gives a lot of people the heebie-jeebies when it comes to the big C you know you go to the doctor and that's that's always your worst fear that you come out of there finding out you've got cancer when all you went in there for was headaches or something you know it's always in the back of your mind like let's hope whatever it is it's not cancer
2: yeah
0: yeah I mean I think I do think that 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 um if I were diagnosed with that I would probably (laughs) you know not even be thinking about death I'd be thinking about oh my god I'm gonna lose all my hair (laughs) yep yep you know it's this kind of thing where it has so so much attached to it it's not just what stage is it obviously you ask that you know you want to know how if it's if it's um operable or curable or whatever, but <clears throat> treatable, sorry. But yeah, it's uh, sorry, go, go back to what you were saying about understanding, uh, you know, you don't sometimes the person doesn't want to go through that, is that?
1: Yeah, I, I thought it was very interesting, so when, when Walt has the talking pillow and he's talking about all these reasons why he does not want to go through the treatment that they so badly want him to do But he specifically says the worst part the worst part of it would be for him to be remembered as weak and feeble and dying Mm. instead of you know the strong man so it's his ego once again is the whole reason why he won't get well or why he won't go through the treatment because he doesn't want to look weak it's already bad enough people think he's weak but if he looks weak It'll be undeniable at that point and he can't handle that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, he doesn't say something like, um, I won't be able to hold my daughter. Um <clears throat> I mean, I guess that's implied, but it would have been much more of a gut punch back to Skylar if he'd if he'd presented that and said, I wanna be able to to actually enjoy my last moments with my daughter and not um Ha- be an extra burden on you and he, he 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 did well it was just uh came across a little bit selfish
1: right yeah <clears throat> like he really did make sure that it was made known you know that his ego was a big part of this yeah. he did not he did not want to look sick and weak and dying and i thought that was very telling as far as where he is how he sees himself you know in his own life but the next morning that oh that made me cry actually because you see him smelling her pillows smelling Mm -hmm. her lotion Mm -hmm. looking at the books she's reading and and you see some of them are about cancer so she's concerned with him and He's so moved, he's so, like, he's just savouring everything that he can, because he knows that this won't be forever.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then he goes well, he
1: downstairs. Did...
0: And then, yeah. Yeah, he, it, it was such a beautiful shot as well, the lighting, and it's. it almost seemed like it was a dream. And um, she was like, I, I feel like when they met that, in those seconds that they, she didn't know that he was going to change her, his mind, but she seemed so depressed and done like just yeah, she
1: looked really sad
0: she was so sad and she was just like i think when i was looking at that scene i was thinking if he if if he went through with it like if he didn't change his mind and he continued with this decision to not take the therapy the last year or so of, of their life she would still be sad like she would still be like you're
2: leaving me by choice." And this is right. not something that a person can easily uh, accept.
0: <laughs> I don't know about the word forgive, but I mean, even just process. I mean, she would always be washing the dishes sadly for the rest of the time. If he, it's this idea that he chose to fight that kind of revitalizes their relationship a little bit, you know?
1: Yeah, it's yeah. funny. I just finished watching the latest season of Shadow and Bone and I don't wanna spoil that one for anybody, but if anybody's watching it, but there's this concept of of a type of magic that you use it but you don't know what the consequences of using it are. Because like um I, I heard this concept, I think it's it's for science where it's like, you know, energy uh Like you can't make matter out of nothing or something, right? So there's always
0: like created or destroyed, it's just transformed.
1: Exactly. So it's like he in this situation, in Walt's situation, you know, so he doesn't get treatment. So then he gets to keep all his energy. But that still creates there's still a price for that. And the price for that is what you're saying is that Skyler and Walter Jr are going to bear the brunt of all the pain that he's deciding not to go through. Instead they will, because they're going to be sad that these will be their last few years with him, and then when he dies they'll have to live with not having him
2: around, and live with the pain and the sadness of missing him. Yeah. Yeah, that's so right. It's um, maybe pain Is energy as well. It's not created or destroyed. It's
0: just moved.
1: Right, right. And he would rather they have it than him. Yeah. And I think that's what they were sad about. That's what they were angry about is that he was choosing that they feel all the hurt instead of the other way around.
2: Yeah. Mm -hmm.
1: But it's like, what's fair, you know?
0: Yeah, Yeah, no, now (laughs) that makes me think about the question in a different way.
2: It's neither selfish nor selfless. It's, it's just a choice. I mean, on the one hand, you you know, Skylar and Walt Jr. might be sad, but they,
0: you you also feel they can't they they can't just be angry. They're also going to feel a bit guilty for wanting him to take the pain. Yeah, if you love someone, you kind of want to take the pain too, but you kind of you know. It's such it's, it's a catch-22, I think, if yeah. that's the right phrase for this situation.
1: It's yeah. the kind of thing where it's like, you know, you have to make that decision to take on that pain, because letting someone else ask you to take that pain isn't fair to them, because then you're asking them to want to take on the pain of what's happening to you, except, you know, you're choosing not to, and somebody has to take the pain. So it's like, you, if you choose not to take the pain onto yourself, you know that that pain is going to be onto someone else. Yeah. So it, um, it should be you. You should make that choice. And he was refusing to, and
2: that's why they were so angry without really understanding why they were so angry, you know?
3: Mm-hmm. So
2: and yeah, then we get a these notes I didn't expect it to get this deep but I like that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this is a really good episode. It's it's yeah. very the first time I saw it I was super moved because of my own mm. personal experiences right. and the stories that I heard from my mom. So I really um I really felt for Skylar, especially mm-hmm. the first time I watched the show. Uh I could feel her pain and I oof it was difficult to watch honestly. Mm-hmm. But then afterwards you know, you see it again, and it's very easy also to understand Walt and his kind of way of, of thinking of it, you know, because he doesn't want to be hurt and he doesn't want to be sick. Um, but now that I've seen it for a third time, you know, I'm looking at both sides and it's like, okay, nobody's really in the wrong here. There's no yeah.
2: side to take, you know. Wow. Yeah. Um, so once that goes, ha- that happens,
1: we see a radiation therapy montage, which was uh, interesting.
0: Mm, yeah. I hate hospitals. So I was like, ugh.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So after radiation, uh, it's his first treatment. And he assures um, Skylar that he's going to take Elliot's money to pay for these treatments. But mm-hmm. he doesn't actually say yes, I will take Elliot's money, he says, I will take care of it. So
0: he's yes. not really lying. <laughs> mm, that's true, that's true. And then he, uh. he ends up telling someone else that he's got insurance. So.
1: <laughs> ah, that's right, that's right. So yes, because in the next scene, he's going to Jesse's house. Uh, we don't know he's yeah. at Jesse's house, but he's, that's where he ends up. And yeah. he gets interrupted by a phone call, and the phone call is from Gretchen, which is Elliot's wife now, and also Walt's ex. Yes. and uh she says that elliot told her about the cancer so she didn't know at the party he told her after the fact and she knows that he offered to pay for the treatment and gretchen says as far as we're concerned that money belongs to you
0: yeah i mean that was such an easy one just take it she's saying it's yours like
1: <laughs> right and she asks him and she's like is the reason that you're refusing help because of you and me i know what does that
3: mean
1: right so now we know that they did have something going on but when was it during or was (laughs) it before (laughs) elliot yeah okay and it kind of deepens the mystery why did he leave gray matter to begin with and did she have something to do with that it's always uh like the Beatles and uh what's the other one Mm -hmm. uh yoko ono (laughs) (laughs) i even wrote down here gretchen is yoko (laughs) Oh, there we go. <laughs> I also made the connection between um, Apple and gray matter, where you know you've mm-hmm. got the Steve Jobs type taking all the credit when all the brains was Wozniak, and like Walter mm-hmm. is like Wozniak. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like the whole like social network film as well with Facebook and Mark Zuckerberg. Oh yeah. Or, like I don't know who Andrew Garfield played, but there's always something. <laughs>
1: Yeah, somebody's always stabbing somebody in the back. Yeah, uh, but Walt does lie to Gretchen, and he says that the insurance came through, and the insurance oh will God. be paying I, I for I the doubt
0: believe that. That's such a plot hole, right? It's
1: like, what? Well, she probably was. She probably didn't believe him, but at the same time, she didn't really like he said. They don't have a whole lot um, of connect. Like, talk. They don't really talk to this couple anymore. They're distant mm. friends. So I don't think Gretchen felt that she could appropriately argue that, you know? Yeah, like, you're lying. She was just like, okay. (laughs) Yeah,
0: like, I get it. Okay, see ya.
1: Yeah. So Walt pays Jesse a visit at -hmm. the end of this episode, like Jesse paid Walt a visit at the end of the other episode. Jesse's annoyed, but he does agree that uh, he and Walt can cook again. And it seemed inevitable, considering everything that was happening. Yeah, Especially I mean, now that Walt needs the money, because how else is he going to pay for these treatments?
2: <laughs> yep. <laughs> so uh, we go on to episode six. Yes. So um,
0: there's a bold Walt and a bloody nose, and I was like, what?
3: What's going on? <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, I, so th- this kind of reminds me of the beginning of season one, where we get a flash forward and flashback kind of thing
1: yes so uh they really are a fan of doing that in this in the show so you'll see it happen a lot I okay. think they do it in a really expert way like they don't give you too much but they give you enough to like really wet your appetite for the episode you know yeah I, li- I like things like that that's it's pretty good so um. in this episode the RV is completely trashed and uh, Walter brings more supplies, which I assume he also stole from the chemistry lab.
3: <laughs>
1: and they come to an agreement that Walter's going to cook and Jesse's going to handle the business and neither the twain shall meet.
3: <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. When, when they said that, I was like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not happening. Um, but yeah, but in between those episodes or those scenes, we get this flash forward um, where ba- Walt is bald, bloody. And it looks like some sort of blown out building is behind him.
0: Oh, my God. It's, <laughs> that's going to be his signature move.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Walt's still doing his treatment. He does lie to Skylar again. Says, oh, yeah, we got the money. No worries. I've already deposited it in order for Skylar to be happy. And... Uh, We get another scene of Walt's teaching about chemistry. And I like what he was um, talking about to his students this time. He says, when a reaction is gradual, the change in energy is slight. You can't even tell that the change is happening. And I think that that's a metaphor for what is happening with Walt and how he sees himself
2: changing.
0: Yeah, yeah. I I definitely think that the chemistry um, talk is always some sort of Reference to Walt's changes
1: yeah, like a little insight into what's gonna what's gonna be happening
0: <laughs> self referentials <laughs> um
1: unfortunately, chemo is making Walt sick as he yeah. predicted mm-hmm,
3: mm-hmm.
1: so he's having trouble at school, yeah, he has some sort of connection with the the janitor,
0: which is sweet um and...
1: yeah, Hugo mm-hmm. and uh. Again, they're in family therapy. So again, Vault gets no privacy. Because it's group family therapy. So they're all sitting there together as a family with other people that are there as a family. And they're all airing each other's business out. And he seems so uncomfortable with this. I'm American. (laughs) (laughs) Hmm. I thought so. I thought you were going to go there with that. Because it is. It's like... Why would you want to be in group therapy? I mean, I guess, you know, you can compare notes and stuff, but it just seems so, it's such a personal thing that's happening. Don't think you would want to have to compare too many notes, at least not with the whole family there. You know, talk about me when I'm not there, please.
2: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Um, And then we've got the, I think I, I, I,
0: took sort of more overarching notes for the last two episodes of the season um
1: well in the next scene jesse because Walt passes out or almost collapses or does collapse after he's cooking out in in the rv again Mm -hmm. and this is where jesse discovers the radiation scars and that he's familiar with because his aunt died of cancer And so he confronts Walt and he's like, hey, were you ever going to tell me that you have cancer? (laughs) And so they talk about it. And, you know, Jesse realizes, you know, he finally dawns on him. This is why you're doing all this. This is, you know, and I think I think Jesse needed that. I think Jesse was having such a hard time.
0: Yeah. Understanding
1: what was happening. (laughs) Like, why is this man doing this to me? (laughs) And now it like it kind of makes sense for him. I think he can find a little more footing um regarding what's happening right now
0: yeah and i think that's important for their relationship that that honesty you know i think it's ridiculous that he didn't tell him but i think it's also maybe important that he found out this way because sometimes if you imagine walt telling him too soon it might have gone wrong as well he might be like i'm doing this with you
1: yeah he could have said i mean it could have gone all kinds of ways I'm not really sure. Well, I say I'm not sure why Walt didn't tell him to begin with. Because I think most people would have said something, but I think because of Walt's ego, I think that's the only reason he didn't say anything to Jesse. Yeah,
0: that seems to be a really recurring theme, the the ego thing. So I'm definitely going to look out for that in season two because um, it's not something that I have been looking at consciously. I think I've noticed it, but you've brought it up enough times for me to go, oh, is something to continue to look out for to see how it develops and how they play into that
1: yeah because for me like every time i see him making decisions that maybe don't seem logical it's because of that it's because he's trying to appease something having to do with his pride or his ego. You know, whenever he finds himself in a situation. It's usually because of that. You know. Yeah. So they cook. And Jesse tries to sell. And he sells a good amount. But not to the degree. That yeah. he wants to sell. Walt's yeah. like we need to move this product. So he's <laughs> interested in selling. Wholesale. He wants to sell by the pound. Yeah. And Jesse thinks he's crazy. He's like where am I going to get these connections? They my only contributor you killed.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, they find a crazy guy who is, I think his name is uh, Tuco. Tuco. Yeah. Tuco Salamanca. Very cool name. Salamanca,
1: yes. Yeah. And he is absolutely insane. It's Jesse like- meets a <laughs> Yeah. Jesse yeah. meets him through a junkie friend who was in prison with him. And so they go and they see him and they offer to sell him the meth that he and Walt are making. And he agrees, but under the condition that he doesn't have to pay him yet, which Jesse does not like.
2: Yeah, and uh, he beats him to a pulp.
1: Yes, with a bag of money,
2: no less. How ironic. (laughs) Uh, Oh. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So
1: before Jesse goes to Tuco, Mm. Walt gets a visit at school from Hank. Yeah. It's a business call this time, though. Mm -hmm. And uh, you could see Walter shitting a brick while (laughs) Hank is going through the inventory of the items inside the chemistry lab. And he's like, "Hey, man, you're missing so much stuff here. You know, I don't want to get you in trouble, but you may want to do a better job of keeping track of this." stuff.
0: Yeah, he's such a good, <laughs> such a sweet, innocent guy. He's like Hank. I mean, no, Walt, you need to just do a better job. There's no like suspicion
1: of Walt at all. Uh hmm. But I really do think that Hank, not Hank, that Walt is kind of. Like, he's relieved, in a way, I'm sure, that he's not under suspicion. But I think at the same time, he's kind of... Offended? Like offended. And then also, he thinks he's really cool because he's getting one over on Hank.
0: Yeah, that's true. Well, Hank doesn't seem to be, like, the smartest cookie. Um, but right. But it's true. I think, I think Walt likes this. It's almost like who is the
2: man? The man is the one who gets away with it. Maybe I don't know. Yeah. Well, they decide to
1: implicate poor Hugo, the janitor. Yes. Mm. So now he's going to get in trouble for this, but he also does not think that they don't. Well, they don't have proof. Uh, During a um. Oh yeah, because they're they're playing they're playing poker together. So Walt's asking him questions about, you know, Hugo and what's going to happen to him and what do they know. And and, um, I mean, he basically, Hank lets him know there's really no way to connect him. We just got him on uh, possession charges because he had a lot of weed in his house. Mm. We aren't really sure that he's the one that took the stuff. Yeah. Right. I believe so. I don't I don't think they had enough
2: uh, evidence to prove Mm -hmm. that it was him. But I think Hank still thinks it's him. Well, yeah. I feel like Hank is uh, maybe a little bit um, short-sighted. <laughs> yeah. Mm. And and during the poker game,
1: you know, Hank um, was bluffed or Walt bluffed him into losing even though he didn't have anything and he, he won. And Marie was like, see, I can't believe that you uh that you let him beat you. And again, it just seems like Marie and Walt are more of the same type of person, and Hank and Skylar are That's more so of the true. same type of person.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. They're, they're cut from the same cloth. They've got this kind of conniving cunning that Marie and uh, Walt have. And then, um, yeah, Hank and, and Skylar are a bit more straightforward and wholesome. Undermed- yeah, wholesome.
2: yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah So Walt is very concerned because Jesse's not answering his phone. The last time he spoke to him was when he told him he was going to go to Tuco's place.:
3: Yeah, and finds
1: out that he's basically you know he's been banged, uh, sort of
0: beaten up, and I guess he decides to not get get revenge for him or like figure that sort it out. I mean, he looks badass now with his um, with shaven head and everything
2: so. Yeah.
1: Well, when he was in the hospital looking over Jesse,
0: mm-hmm.
1: he seemed very, um, very upset yeah. that this happened to Jesse. He Maybe seemed very sure. protective. Yeah. And I thought that was really nice because I don't see him. It's kind of like the same, um, the same look or the same I guess, reaction as the episode where he beat up those guys in the In the clothes shop that were making yeah. fun of his son, hmm
3: mm-hmm,
1: yeah. I feel like he felt that same anger.
0: Yeah, that sort of yeah, that protective nature that doesn't seem to come out often, but when it does, it's like pretty racial and yeah,
1: aggressive. yeah aggressive. He's absolutely yes, he was aggressive. Mm-hmm. but it's not even just that he's so calculating and yeah. how he decided he was going to go at this man Mm-hmm. So he goes to Tuco and he takes this what looks like a bag of meth with him and he sent <laughs> to see him and he introduces himself as his alter ego, Heisenberg. Yes. That's the first time we hear that name, right? Yeah, yeah. And uh I'm not exactly sure where he saw that. I don't know if it I was know maybe it like, a- sounds like a
0: <laughs> like a beer
1: right something like that i don't know i think was skinny pete looking at a magazine whenever he was in the hospital room maybe i don't know i'm, I'm wondering if it was in that room because skinny pete asked him for his name and he never gave him a name so oh. i wonder if the gear started turning then as far as what he was going to call himself like what alias he was going to give himself yeah but i'm not sure where it came from
0: um but he goes back and asks for more money uh, because yeah. he wants compensation for what happened to Jesse. And right. Tuco essentially, like, thinks he's an idiot for coming in with more meth. And, well, <laughs> this isn't meth. And he, he throws the thing, which causes a massive explosion and just a night. It blows
1: out all the windows and... Yeah. It wasn't then, so bad that anybody would die, but it definitely caused a big bad boom. And it was only a little piece, mind you, while there is a whole bag he, of that stuff sitting on that desk.
0: Yeah, he grabs it and just essentially
2: threatens a massive Topic. explosion. Yeah, um, and he gets he gets the money. Um, He basically makes a deal. He says, not just yeah. one pound, I'm going to
1: sell you two pounds, and I want you to give me the money up front.
3: It's and... amazing.
0: 70 grand.
1: <laughs> a yeah. Week.
2: A, a week,
1: dude? What the fuck?
0: They're <laughs> going to become, like, the next big gang or whatever.
1: I thought it was funny. Right before he walks out of this building, uh, they ask him, he asks him a question, like, what is that? And he's like, it's a little tweak of chemistry. And then he walks away. And I'm like, wow, he either sounds like a superhero or a supervillain. One of the two. Mm-hmm. I think, yeah, that, that's a really good point. It looks like, it's like his little catchphrase. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a little tweak of chemistry. So nerdy. Love it. Yeah. And then when he gets out and he gets in his car... Mm-hmm. Like, that absolute release of all that pressure. Yeah, I like was he, like, what is that?
0: Was he just...
1: <laughs> I think he was kind I of like... I gave him the wrong thing. I was like, no. No, no, no. He was, like, feeling some sort of exaltation. Like, it was, like, all of this pent-up rage mm. on top of feeling all... Like, his ego was really, really, like, fed right now. Because he just overpowered this obviously well-respected and well-protected drug lord, you know, because of all the guys that he had to get through to get to him. And he just beat up his business partner. So I think Walt was feeling like this just full-on macho, you know, like, bodybuilders, like picking up the heaviest weight and throwing it down and releasing all that pent up energy at the end by screaming or you're yelling. I think yeah. it's the same mechanism.
0: <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. I was just a big I was like, hmm, what what's he angry about? But I get it now. It's just this release of energy.
3: Yeah.
1: Yeah. And it kind of arches like it's uh it's carried over into the final episode, beginning of the final episode. He's yeah, still on this episode. like high.
0: Season one. Um, yes he there is a lot of uh i don't know adrenaline adrenaline like oomph in this episode i mean it starts off with him fondling his wife under the desk while they're at this parent teacher meeting
1: in the middle of the meeting like they are front and center
0: yes and it's just wild i mean this new look this new guy he's essentially a new
2: guy and then they had to set they have sex in the car, mm-hmm. in the parking lot. Um, yeah, I mean,
1: did you notice his face during the PTA meeting? So they're having a PTA meeting, and the DEA is there, and he's talking to the parents, talking to the and and of course, Waltz is there as a parent, both as a parent and a teacher, right? So. Everybody's like talking about what happened with the janitor, Hugo, what happened with the lab and how things are getting stolen and how I think mostly they were focusing on how Hugo could have been um, hired and what kind of background checks, blah, blah, blah. So everybody's super concerned. But then they they put the camera on Walt's face and he looks so Jaded, like he, like he's just like, ugh, like listen to these plebs talking and complaining because he knows that everything that they're scared of is nothing because the person they should really be scared of is him. Yes, and he's just sitting there, like, and that's when he starts fondling his wife.
3: Yeah, he's, like exactly he's just drunk
1: on he this
0: just, power. He's so drunk on it; it's ridiculous. It's um, <laughs> like if he's like this on, in season one, I shudder to think what he's like in
2: season five um oh it's gonna be amazing you're gonna love it (laughs) um so
1: let's see i think oh so right after this walt gives jesse uh he he comes over and and visits him and he gives him the money that he got from tuco and Jesse's pissed. He's like, what? You, you cut a deal with him? Like, how could you? And because uh, he doesn't trust Tuco, he's scared of him. And Walt doesn't understand why. What's the problem? It's just business. And he's like, well, we, we can't even get the supplies we need anyway. And uh, so in the next scene, they're making a deal with Tuco again. Uh they finally decide
2: to like meet together all all three of them with Jesse included. Yeah. And let's see. They have to uh steal methylamine.
1: Methylamine, that's right. Oh yeah. Okay. So in the they make the agreement that they're gonna they're gonna do four pounds instead of two. That's right. So they needed mm-hmm.
2: to make more of the product. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Walt asks him for more money
1: upfront in order for them to be able to buy the products that they need. And even though they can't get, uh, everything that they need, they can make what they're missing, which is the, I guess the, the Sudafed, the, yeah. the ephedrine or whatever it's called. So they decide mm-hmm. to make it themselves. Yeah. And in order to do that, they need to get certain ingredients. And so, of course, Jesse's like, all right, cool. If, if it's possible, then fine. I'm in. So they decide they're going to go ahead and make more and
2: they're going to cook again. In the meantime, the... Uh, what's it called? Uh, when you have a party and you're having a baby... Oh well, yeah, uh, a baby, shower.
3: baby shower. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so they're having a baby shower, and Marie gives the baby a tiara.
0: Yeah, an expensive it, tiara. And it, yeah, it looks really expensive. And then we find out essentially. I mean, I immediately thought because Hank's looking weird about it, like uh, he doesn't recognize it or something. And then I was like, she stole stolen that. But how is she? <laughs> getting away with that how does hank not go how much was it or whatever
1: right Uh, like he i think he just kind of turns a blind eye to the things that she buys i think it's also this kind
0: of macho man like oh i won't concern myself with women's business
1: (laughs) right because it's it's just the two of them he kind of lets her do whatever she wants and he doesn't question it as long as it doesn't bother him he's fine with it but he takes yeah. Hank and or takes Walt to the side, and they're talking about you know the war on drugs, and Walt brings up the that the the fact that he believes that all the rules on drugs are just arbitrary, and Hank kind of looks at him funny. He's like, "You you sound like the criminals <laughs> that I put away because that's mm-hmm. what they say."
2: The irony. <laughs> and Walt's just like, "Uh, sorry mm-hmm. about that." Mm-hmm. And she yeah. decides.
1: Uh, Skylar decides. She t- she talks to Walt about the tiara, and she's like, "Oh, I'm going to return it because I don't need a tiara. I need a diaper genie or whatever." And it's like worth five or six hundred dollars, apparently.
2: Wow. And yes. in that
1: moment, Walt they... lies to her. Yeah. And and says, "I'm going to go to the sweat lodge you were talking about, so he can get away for a while." But he's actually going to cook with Matt um, Jesse wait
0: what <laughs> cooking mess with jesse oh my god it's very late here sorry
2: i'm uh, sorry no we're no. almost done um so essentially so- she returns the
0: tiara and then he they they, they they hold her because she basically matches the description of um marie who actually stole the tiara but then she gets away gets away gets away from the situation just by pretending that she's going into labour
1: Right, well when... I thought this was a very yeah. interesting scene, it's very yeah. telling of her character as a person because, okay at her and Marie, because that tells me number one, Marie went in there in a wig because they think it was a blonde mm-hmm. woman and Marie's not blonde
0: um, <laughs> Yeah, I didn't know I... was thinking that's weird, are they just like thinking all oh, white women look the same they have a different hair color <laughs>
1: exactly i was like wow they just they they don't care somebody's gonna pay that's it that's all they know um but then he's like fine if it wasn't you because skylar's like it wasn't me it wasn't me he's like fine if it wasn't you then who was it and she right then there decides that she's not going to give her sister up so she doesn't give her name and she pleads the fifth basically and then she lies pretends to go into labor just to get out of having to get to talk to the cops about this, and they actually let her go. I'm surprised, but I guess no. I'm not. I mean, th- a white woman. I, yeah, under threat of, of, of her having a having her child in there. I guess they would rather she just leave.
3: Yeah. Um, uh,
1: so it turns out that the supplies that Walt and Jesse were getting in order to make the missing ingredient for the cook, the next cook that they need to make. There is one ingredient that he could not get. And to get it, he was going to have to pay someone $10,000 to steal from some location that has a large amount of it. Well, Walt doesn't want to spend the money. And I don't think they have the money to spend in order to uh, get that ingredient. So he decides, you know what, let's just do it ourselves. And this is another moment where it's like, wow, we really see how cunning and capable Walt is. Yeah. For him to automatically say, you know what, we'll, we're just going to break into this place and steal something ourselves. I mean, that is, that's dedication.
0: Yeah, I mean, it, it does seem like he's upping the challenge every time. he He's murdered someone, why not steal? I mean, he's not, he's making drugs. What What else is left? He's hitting all the different... <laughs> laws to break and it's like yeah we're at a
1: trifecta now yeah it's
0: going all the way um and so they, they managed
1: they successfully managed to get what they need and, then... and not just a gallon of it or a couple of gallons they had to seal a whole drum which means they have a whole lot that they can use which means they can they... make a lot of meth yeah unfortunately though their rv broke down so they yep. can't go to the desert And currently, Jesse is trying to sell his house. Yeah,
0: the traumas.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Unfortunately, the same day as their open house, Jesse and and Walt decide that they're going to go ahead and cook in the basement. And all the people could smell the meth.
0: Yeah, it was so funny seeing the different, like, um, visitors just (laughs) scrunch up their noses. And it was like, oh, my God.
1: (laughs) I was like I cannot imagine how bad that smells Yeah. Um, so yeah so Jesse decides forget it I'm not selling my house everybody get, get the hell out of my house so <laughs> the, they leave and, and they're able to finish their cook and they make the four pounds that they need and uh, in mm-hmm. that time Skylar confronts Marie about the stolen tiara
3: mm-hmm.
1: and what does Marie do? She, yeah she's just like straight
0: up just denies
1: it. <laughs> denies, denies, denies. She just does not want just, to own was up like to anything. Wall. So any accusation, it was crazy. Uh-huh. She has, I guess, a glazed over look in her eye, just the way that Walt does. Yeah. She's just like, I don't know what you're talking about. It's so
0: creepy. <laughs> oh, my gosh.
1: Oh. <clears throat> so, Walt comes home that night, and he smells like uh, like meth. And he pretends it's some shaman stuff <laughs> from the sweat lodge that he was at. Yeah. Um, so, but Skylar tells him about Marie and, and what she did that she stole. And then she denied that she stole and that she almost went to jail for her. And she couldn't believe that she'd done that. Yeah. But this gets Walt's gears turning. And he's like, what would you do if it was me? What if it was, you know, he's like, you know, people do things for their family. And she can't believe that he's saying this. But he wants to know, what would you do if it was me? And it was so weird. She says, you wouldn't want to find out. Ooh. But we already know that she would. I mean, she did it for Marie. But this kind of calls into question, like, well, what's different between you and between Walt and Marie? You know? Right. Yeah.
0: There's also this sense of, like, why would he, you know, your, your partner can't actually testify against you on the stand anyway so
3: mm-hmm.
1: but they can't take true. Them, I guess which is which is they, what they can yeah, yeah but they can't compel her to so it's really is it's up to her if, if she wants to keep Walt's secrets yeah but I it's interesting to see him kind of testing the waters you know because he's I don't I think he's finding that he really does like breaking the law you know because he yeah. he told her, I think at the beginning of the episode, she's like, "Why did why did it feel so good?" He's like, "Because it's illegal," and that kind of gives you an idea of what's going on with with Walt right now. It's like all the illegal things are just making him feel this euphoria.
0: Yeah, he finally feels like the man that he wanted to be, or some something. I mean, it it feels like the man he wants to be is changing. I don't think that when he was younger, he was that man that would want to break laws, but it's interesting seeing how his character develops and what that
2: means for you know people in general like do people um who are addicted to stealing or addicted to
0: breaking a rule in some small minor way just to feel a sense of control i think like they're addicted to the dopamine rush Of yeah
2: and also you get that you feel like you are in control of everything if you if you And like you mentioned before, he felt like he was not making his own decisions in life. So
1: now that he is making these decisions, they're his to make, you know? And every wrong decision
0: is his decision. <laughs> 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 um but so yeah, the next
1: day they we, deliver the four and a half pounds of meth to Tuco.
0: And it's a nice blue hue. And ah, he's like,
1: that's right. Yeah. Oh, and it's blue because of the the different, um, the supplies is different now. So now they're going to have this signature look before it was crystal clear. Now it's blue. So it's going to be more noticeable to the CDA, I'm sure.
2: And then at the very end, Tuco's employee speaks out of turn. And in, in um,
1: of course, Tuco fashion, he beats him. Within an inch of his life. I wonder if he lived. I can't remember if he lives or dies.
0: He looked so
1: beaten up. Yeah, you... I think he dies. Um, but yes. Walton and-, and Jesse's face are just aghast. Like, what is happening?
0: I mean to quote my friend, their faces they look like a slapped ass or something. That's like an interesting British saying, it's like a face like a slapped ass. I had to ask my friend what that meant.
2: But um i don't know why that is so funny though <laughs> it's just so weird <laughs> but they both look so horrifying <laughs> oh. and i
1: think walt was like i think up until this point walt was feeling very like man. like confident he felt like a real badass you know mm-hmm.
0: with his with his sunglasses and hats
1: <laughs> yeah And then you see, he witnesses Tuco just beating this man to death in front of him. Mm -hmm. And it kind of drops him down a peg or two, I think.
2: Yeah. Tuco Tuco Tuco's the real real deal. (laughs)
1: Yeah. He really is. Like, he is insane. I'm excited for season two. Are you?
0: Yeah. I mean, it's it's, um,
2: probably going to start off with a bang because, like, there's no time jump, right?
1: You know, I don't remember. I really don't. But
2: I don't think there's much of one. Yeah. I mean, I'm interested to see, like, their relationship developing with Tuco. Because I guess now they're connected.
1: Yeah. Well, for sure. I think he he plays a pretty big role in their their enterprise from now till a while, I guess. So we'll see what happens in season two with them. Yeah. So thank you, everyone, for joining us. Um, I
0: hope you're uh, enjoying revisiting Breaking Bad if you've already seen it or watching along with us if you haven't. And hopefully you'll join us next week for season two.
2: Yeah. See you guys. Have a great week. Bye. Bye.